So sometimes working with you stresses me out because there's never a plan. So what happens when things go wrong? What do you? I can tell what you happens what happens when you I get what anxious. happens you get anxious. Yeah. Computer back on the screen disappeared. Hang on. I was just trying to make it so I wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, it's recording whenever you're ready. It is recording? Yeah, I hit record before you said that. Just hang on. Oh, so you <laughs> didn't have that you didn't have that chance to get nervous? No. <laughs> I mean I'm nervous always. But oh, okay. I'm more la- relaxed today. I'm in my own. Safe environment. Vibe. Yeah. Yeah. My okay. living room. But anyway, you can start whenever you're ready. <laughs> what are we starting at? Welcome to Cue the Mic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome to Cue the Mic. <laughs> Let's stand. Ep- episode 20. That was episode weird. I'm so 20. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. 15 more than I thought we'd make it. Honestly, I agree. We've 19 more done than this you thought summer. we'd make it. Wow. That's, that's also crazy. true. Mm-hmm. We'll have plenty of time. We might go to two a week during the wintertime. I mean, shit, we're going to have all kinds of time. Uh, we might have time, but we have topics. Yeah. Topics are always a problem, but we've we've got, we've got, got some, some good ones coming up. We've got some good ones coming up. We, we did a little uh, um, brainstorming. brainstorming. I mean, we, well, yeah, we've been just... Mm-hmm. Crazy. I've been I've been in town all week long. Yes, that's right. Five days in a row at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Five days in a row. Yeah. But we're recording this on the day I normally edit it, which is Friday. In well, the middle that's of okay. the day. You can you can you can still edit it. Oh yeah, I'll get it out. It's just normally we I have normally the whole day. You, normally you try and blame I got a whole day to edit when you can get it done in two hours. I mean that's what you're trying to tell me. I'm gonna over I'm gonna work late tonight. Just for you. So anybody, uh, you know, if anybody's watching this on YouTube, you see me in my <laughs> professional garb, and you see Emma in hey, her pajamas sitting on her I'm couch. I'm not in pajamas. Oh. These are um, my... Sitting with her plant in the background, which probably, she's got this setup. Looks really good, though, but... I have a podcast you know, very, setup. It's like Martha Stewart. Yeah, this is... The, uh, without going to jail. In my living room. Yeah. Uh, in in yeah. her living room. I'm in yeah. my living room. It's my coffee. It's my coffee torn- corner. I have two chairs sitting. Coffee corner. It's, yeah. That's where I sit and drink my coffee. It's time for on the reflection. Weekends. Yeah. I wonder what I'm doing with my life. You know, the whole <laughs> shebang. <laughs> yeah, Emma and I, we had a, you know, re- restaurant-wise, we've been kind of it's a little on the slow side, which it always is slow mm-hmm. during, you know, you got to get the state fair over with, which state fairs actually didn't used to be busy for us, but now it is. Mm-hmm. And once state fair is over, it's kids back to school time. And mm-hmm. when kids go back to school, that means mom and dad have no money because they have to buy shoes and yeah. school supplies yeah. and all kinds of stuff. So we hit a little lull in our business um for about three or four weeks and we always 
welcome that lull a little bit in the business. So it allows us to kind of work on things. Mm-hmm. Um, we can never, you know, you can never spend too much time working on the business rather than in the business. And that's what I do most of the time is trying to work on it. So I've been working a lot of, you know, I was playing around with breakfast catering menus. Um, I was too cheap. I didn't want to buy, I needed to make breakfast burritos and I didn't want to use our homemade Italian sausage. Cause to me, Italian sausage doesn't go with a breakfast burrito, Mm-mm. but for, for months now, I've been trying to come up with this, uh, pork sausage recipe, like a sage pork sausage recipe. And I just haven't really spent enough time. I made one couple swoops at it and one had way too much salt, one had way too much garlic. And so I, kind of sat down yesterday and played around a lot more and come up with one that is kind of middle of the road. I still want to tweak it, but it's going to be good enough to go to make breakfast burritos and egg bakes and all kinds of stuff, just trying to help build our catering business and, you know, find a different avenue thing. In the meantime, holiday meals are right around the corner. So they're coming up fast, which is always a huge, I looked yesterday, I was talking to, to David, our new director of operations. And he was, um, he's like, well, what's it like at Thanksgiving? And I said, well, let me pull up the <laughs> catering software. And the day before Thanksgiving, we did 365 orders. And he looked at me like, you're kidding. And I'm like, nope, just enjoy yeah. the slow time while it's here. Cause it will not be slow. Yeah. We'll, we'll be pumping out food just as fast as we could pump it out. So, mm-hmm. And the markets, yeah, markets always throwing curveballs. You know, turkeys are always a pain. You can't get the size you want. We can't get the price we want, and it's just it, it, it is, is a, a big headache. But our but our, yeah. we've been doing it so many years, and we've been on that family dinner table so many years that yeah. it's like we just have to continue to do it and figure out a way to do it and and find more efficient ways to do it. And oh yeah keep the cost down, but we may have to start limiting some stuff. You know, I mean, we're so used to cooking 200 and some turkeys at Thanksgiving and it gets to be a lot because we refuse to cook them way ahead of time. We cook everything the day before. And so it's just night and day going crazy just to make it as fresh as possible for the customer. So it's getting to the point that we don't have enough smoker space to get all the turkeys done along with all the brisket and pork and sausage and turkey and chicken and da, 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 mm-hmm. because the restaurant's really busy then too. Yeah. Cause yeah, no so, one wants to cook and have leftovers before right. Thanksgiving. So right. they're going out. Family's going out. Down. So that, and then soup season right around the corner. Soup season. Um, trying I'm to figure out what to do season. there. You are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, soups are nice soups are tough. Chili fall. Soups are soups are tough. Yeah, it is football season. Football, football season is back upon us. Yeah, Sherry, we were sitting there having a conversation last night, which we very mm-hmm. rarely do, <laughs> talking about business and just different stuff. I mean, we just don't mm-hmm. get a time to yeah. really sit down. We get the, you know, every day yeah. we'll run something by each other whatever but last night we actually had about an hour hour and a half of good quality business time you know yeah. just talking about just everything from a to z business wise nothing good nothing bad just just talking business and um 
it was kind of crazy. It just kind of puts you behind of, oh shit, I got to do this. Oh shit, I got to do this. And I, yeah, I had that moment this morning because of football season. Cyhawk games but, next weekend. I know, but we got, we, we got mm-hmm. done with, uh, that and she's sitting around looking at me like, well, seven o'clock, seven thirty. What, what am I going to do now? And I'm like, football's on. She yeah. loves football. I hate football. I don't hate it. I just don't enjoy it as much as she enjoys it. So, well, I can turn on the TV because I'm not a big fan of having the TV on in our house. So, yeah, you turn on. So she turned on the, I think, the Nebraska-Minnesota game, which was, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how it ended up. But it was horrible to watch, I know, for about a quarter or a quarter and a half that we watched. Or she watched it. I didn't. I was working on something else. But yeah, trying to get some contest stuff done. So. Ooh, contest stuff. Contest stuff. But yeah, anyway, no, I was so, just, I was just thinking about that. So we got to start marketing for the Cyhawk game, which will be next week or the weekend by the time this comes out. And uh, yeah, I don't have any do plans yet. I don't know. That's what she's, this weekend will be. She's talking about be. Iowa, Iowa State, which yeah, Iowa State is. Uh, I'm mm. not sure. We're gonna see mm. what shows up. Sometimes I'm gonna go watch adverse- it live. Sometimes, sometimes adversity prevails. Yeah. We've had a lot of sports betting issues. So yeah. I thought about walking into Cyclone Stadium, which, you know, they're huge catering yeah. customers of ours. But I thought about mm-hmm. going to the game with a shirt that says, you betcha, Iowa State. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. I'm definitely Honestly. betting the under. Oh, jeez. Yeah, no, that was, so. that's rough. It'll be interesting. But yeah, I got to start thinking about what we're going to do for that because that'll be a big try to get customers in or to carry out. Well, yeah, it just depends. I mean, that's a lot of it's hard to get customers in the door for that game because everybody has Iowa Iowa State parties. So it's more about what do we put together for packages that are tailgate packages they can pick up or something they can pick up to go home. And, you know, I mean, yeah. Really push the nachos it's and the wings. Nachos. Like yeah. Yeah. Football food. Football but, food. Yeah. So what else? Time. What other weekend what other weekend plans? Uh I'm actually going to the Iowa State game tomorrow. Uh I'm not even but I'm going to support you and I. Go Panthers. Um I will forever root against Iowa State. Uh as a Hawks fan. But um yeah, going Whole family's going to watch you and I play tomorrow. Um, my sister's boyfriend is a lo- lineman, so we're gonna go support him. And then uh, it's also my dog's birthday, <laughs> so Your my dog's dog, and my birthday. best friend's birthday so does, tomorrow. Does the dog get a go? No, she unfortunately does not. It will be too hot, um, and they won't allow her in the stadium, even though I think they should. Uh, so she's gonna be home <laughs> just chilling. But I bought her a bunch of new toys that'll keep her. Hopefully very preoccupied. Um, but I am scared for what I'm going to come home to because they're all like plushy toys. And my dog likes to tear them apart. It's limb from limb. And I'll just come home to, it'll look like Christmas in my house. Remember when your mm-hmm. dog used to chew on your trim? Yeah, she stopped doing that. She did. I don't know if you can see it. I don't know if you can on the camera. She, It's right over here in this corner. No, but can't see it. Yeah, she used to. Ch- she was a trim chewer. 
Trim and wall. She loves drywall. I didn't say she was smart. You want to take your dog to the football game. I mean, I want to take my dog everywhere. Yeah, I'd take my dog everywhere. I'd take my dog to work if you'd let me. Yeah, we had a we had a conversation, uh, Emma and I, yesterday. We we usually our only time we get a talk is five minutes before this podcast. Yeah, nowadays. Usually, I mean, I mean, we do once in a while, but we never really get to sit down and have a conversation. And we were having this yeah. in depth conversation, trying to figure one. out content mm-hmm. for the podcast, and <laughs> it's funny. So. And this is true, Emma. So we're going through, and we were probably talking, I don't know, 30, 40 minutes. I don't know. We, it was an hour, an almost hour and a an half. Hour. It was an hour. It a long wow. time. So all of a sudden, we get done talking, and Emma looks at her watch going, oh, I was supposed to clock out 20 minutes ago. Yeah. And I'm like, I was gonna go home. what? You know, and I'm like, you're, you're. I had come in early. A, your age bracket is such clock watchers. And it led us to yeah. this whole conversation. I said, we need we need to take this to the podcast about, because it's important from different ways, yeah. but just age talking gaps. about the age gap. And yep. I know we, we tried to talk about it earlier. I called it a gender yeah. gap in one of our earlier episodes. But, <laughs> yeah, the but, first one. But, it, but it's an age gap because... Yeah. You know, for me as a as a business owner, mm-hmm. it's important to understand. And I always tell people this story. I said I study my twenty five to thirty year olds. I study yeah. them. Right. I try to understand. It's a little creepy, because though. yeah. Well, they're but they're really <laughs> the future of the business, right? Right. No. Yeah. So, so I have to understand, and as as frustrated as, and I'm over. You don't get frustrated anymore, right? You just you just take it as, hey, here they think of life differently, yeah, than I think of life, and they have oh, different, yeah. and right, wrong, or indifferent, yeah. But they, I don't know. They they portray if if to me, yeah, if my grandfather Mm -hmm. would look at at this right now and listen to this he'd go and he'd look on the video and go what the hell is she doing working from home yeah or what they're lazy right i mean because that's Mm -hmm. would that would be the perception yeah of that generation right yeah which is, I think, a misconception. I don't, I, and I'm not yeah. disagreeing. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not disagreeing. It's a different way of going about business. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like the it's like working hours, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, when I came out of college and I was in my twenties, you know, um, I was sixty-five hours a week. I only got paid for forty. Mm-hmm. Right, but I was working sixty-five hours a week. Right, wrong, right. or indifferent. Yeah, that helped me climb the corporate ladder. Okay, so when I was mm-hmm. twenty-seven years old, I was the youngest vice president in the Ruan system. Okay, yeah. the next, mm-hmm. the next uh, vice president was fifty-five, sixty years old. 
So I was the, so it helped me climb the corporate ladder fast yeah. because I knew no limits. Now, did my family suffer? Yeah. Sherry pretty much raised Haley. You know, I was on the road yeah. a lot and, and things, but in overall, I mean, it turned out really well. But so I was asking him a little bit about, you know, the American dream. Cause I feel like I'm the American yeah. dream. I feel like I'm right. living the American dream. Yeah. And when you were saying that, you made a comment that I think really opened my eyes to the situation because you said, I think the American dream is dead. In which I responded with, no, I just think it's different. Because, like you said, you kind of, you think you're living the American dream, but I, you could talk to anybody in their 20s and 30s that's doing, you know, social media, for instance, for a job, and they tell you they're living the American dream. And it's just one of those things of where it's adapted over time. But, you know, I think that's harder for some people to understand. Right. Because it used to be, I mean, from, right. and, I'll, and I'll say my part first is mm-hmm. living the American t- dream to me was working as much as you could to accumulate as much wealth as you could to... Mm-hmm acquiring assets, right? So it was all about, hey, I've got a home, I got a bigger home, hey, I got a car, I got a newer car, I got a barbecue trailer, I got multiple barbecue trailers and whatever. So much to the point that, okay, now I have a 4,000 square foot garage with no place to put anything. And there's Mm -hmm. no way that I could cook on every barbecue pit that I have at the same, I mean, I could cook on one once a week and I'd still never cook on all of them in a long time. Or my Weber grill collection that I rent a storage area just to put my, and it didn't start that way, but now I have this storage area that has, it's full of antique Weber grills that I'm like, they were cool. I love to cool. I love to cook on antique Weber grills, but I Mm -hmm. have one antique that I cook on that's never, ever going to go bad. You know, so now, I mean, we're actually starting to kind of get rid of some of that stuff. I actually got rid of two smokers this week. And just because you're tripping over it and you're moving it and anytime you want to move around, whatever, you know, so, Mm -hmm. you know, but that, that was the American dream. The American dream was to be able to have enough money in the bank to retire and do whatever I want to do. Right. There was no limits about what I wanted to do. And then and, I look at, then, yeah. I, then we go to Emma, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what's the American dream to you? And mine is, have the abilities to, well, I, my pers- what I think it is, is, you know, have the abilities to live my life now when I can thoroughly enjoy it and, ex- and experience more than work my life away. And I still work, you know, 40 hours a week, sure. sometimes more. She actually and, works more. She works more yeah. than that. We don't. We don't tell her about that because if you, yeah. you know, if you, if you send Emma a message at you know eight o'clock right. on a Saturday night and she's at a concert, she probably responds to it. Doesn't really do have to, but she does. I do just, that. I, I just naturally do. Yeah. I mean, I don't so, send her a message saying do this unless it's a contest thing or whatever. I try and mm-hmm. with with all employees. If if you're off, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna do everything I can to solve it by myself because. You're off. Yeah. There's got to be a separation between work and home. Yeah. And I'm, that's very important to me. Yeah. Which I think is huge. And I think something that a lot of people struggled with, especially when we went or when the pan, when COVID hit, 
when everyone went remote, that was really hard for people to understand because they kind of took that concept of where, well, you're at home all the time, so you might as well just work all the time if you can. Um, but which I think is why I'm so quick to respond to everybody. It's just it's there. I might as well just take care of it. But um, what my think the American dream is is yeah, uh, I still work my hours. I make money. Um, I still put in money. I still have a 401k that I put in so much of my paycheck to, but I also, um, I also spend my money on experiences and like, yeah, living my life. Uh, we've talked about, I'm going to Italy in October. Uh, I have concerts or baseball games or something every weekend for literally up until then almost. And I don't, I don't regret any of that because I'm at an age where I'm going to enjoy it more now and actually want to do it and have the abilities to do it. I don't have any super crazy big responsibilities tying me down and it's easier for me to, you know, go live those moments than um, if I was in my 60s and 70s. Right. Like, yeah, my grandparents retired and well, my my grandpa He's been retired. He's so bored that he just goes and gets, he's working at, um, oh gosh, where is he working? Like Arnold Motors, you know, just driving for them to take their parts to different shops because he's like, I can't sit around. I'm too bored because now he's too right. old to go do stuff and it's right. just a lot harder for him. So I just want to, I think the American dream for me is, you know, having the ability to enjoy the life I was given in like a weird cheesy way but that's essentially what it is is make the memories right. it, now right i and i agree i mean i mean yeah it's it's one of those things that it's like i live with the mentality that i live every day like it's my last if i die tomorrow yeah. hey, been a good run right exactly you, you, you know you can go back and play this at my funeral and say hey hey that was a good run Right. No, no regrets. Yeah. Do, do whatever I want, you know, right. thing. I mean, but, you know, but from an ownership standpoint, it's kind of like you. I mean, I still yeah. people like you're on vacation. I'm never on vacation. I own a business, but that's OK, yeah. because yeah. no matter where I'm at, I can be in the I can be in the British Virgin Islands on a 40 foot boat fishing. And if I've mm -hmm. got a chance to check my email every 10 minutes, I'm going to check it. And yeah. that's that's just second nature to me. I mean, it's and I think it's second yeah. nature to you too. Not for everybody. Yeah. I mean, we do have some situations that if somebody's gone for three days, they're not touching anything because you don't pay me to be there. Well, if you're yeah. running a business and you're in the service sector, like we yeah. are, somehow right. you've got to cover that. So that's I think that's where mm -hmm. the conflict maybe comes in to say right. if if I say Emma, what's your ultimate it, what's your ultimate? She's going to say, I want to work from that chair or the coffee shop, right? Mm -hmm. I want to be home with my dog. I'm, I want to go to the coffee yeah. shop. I'm going to put in my hours, but, and it's not necessarily an eight to five job because yeah. she'd probably say some nights I want to work till midnight and some days I want to sleep in till 11. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. I get, yes. Most people my age, I don't, I'm not quite wired like that, but yes. I'm more of a get up, get it done kind of person, but 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 you may say, yeah, hey, if I same could, if I could get up, but if I could get up at yeah. four o'clock in the morning, go to work and work till noon, yeah, then you would take Ex that over. Exactly. 
Now yeah. I let I let Emma work. She negotiated uh, one day a week from home, which was like that's yeah. the first time I've ever let anybody do that. I was coming um, from a fully remote job, right? But. And so th- that's why I purposely record podcasts on Friday, so I know <laughs> she has to work. <laughs> That she's not playing with her dog in the backyard. Because I, I think that's from a business <laughs> owner. My that's dog's the sleeping. Bus- she that, doesn't that, even care. That's, but that's that's the business owner part of it is, yeah. you know, you can see. But that doesn't make you any less or more productive, right? Right. You would, you would I, probably argue you're more productive. I'm, I think I'm more productive at home because I don't, I, people would say you have more distractions, but honestly, I have less. I don't feel the need to go over to the OC and just be like, hey, guys, what are you doing? You know, and talk to them about whatever's going on over there. I just lock in, get my stuff done, and then when it's done, it's done. You know? Right. So. Yeah. So, so, and that's a, that's a big transition. You know, we have. Yeah. You got some, some things that, you know what, in the restaurant, there's certain things that. You don't have a choice. People right. are going to eat food, and you have to have people there to serve them food. There's oh, yeah. peripheral stuff, and I sometimes wonder. You know, we're talking about catering. You mm-hmm. know, catering. They sit in. We got two girls crammed in this office, and they're sitting there. You know, answering phones and whatever. And very rarely do we get anybody that walks in the door wanting to book a catering. It's mm-hmm. they're calling on the phone, their email, whatever, and they're, they get so yeah. distracted, whatever. I'm like, okay, maybe they should just be catering from home. But it's, you know, because we have the internet phone system, we have the internet, so yeah. they they could do it whenever. They're going to book every catering. Oh, yeah. My answer, you know, my thing is never say no. Nobody in the right. kitchen is going to come to them and say, hey, quit booking caterings because we're too busy. That ain't going to exactly. happen. Because we won't even give them their phone number, right? Right. But, but. You, you know, it, it has a few challenges, but it's, I think from a business owner, it's kind of letting go, letting go yeah. of, okay, what if they are screwing off today? Right. How do I know whether they're screwing off today or not? You wouldn't know. But would you know, if would you know if you were in my, if I was in the if office? If you were sitting in your office at work? No. Because I mean, exactly. it was funny when I used to, when I used to work for Ruan years ago, mm-hmm. uh, John Ruan, the original John Ruan, mm-hmm. um, the guy that built the company, um, it was a deal. You had to work every Saturday from eight to noon. That was just part of your salaried employee. You worked every Saturday from eight to noon. And every Saturday, mm-hmm. if I was out, when I worked out in the field at the terminal, my mm-hmm. phone would ring at about 1130 in the morning. Yeah. Just with some stupid ass question because they were checking to make sure I was there. Hmm. Right. And then old man Ruan. Yeah. He used to, he used to walk by everybody in the corporate office. Cause I was in the corporate office. He'd walk yeah. by all the manager's office, stroll around in the morning. And this is early on, you know, but yeah. he, he would, he would either flip me a 50 cent piece or he would flip me a bag of microwave popcorn. Okay, now the bag of microwave popcorn, he thought, because he grew up in the Depression, the bag of microwave popcorn to John Ruan was iconic to him. It was just, it was like the newest thing, even though it had been out for 20 years, nobody told him that. But he had this microwave popcorn, and he probably had a vendor give it to him for free, but he'd come by and and he'd thank, he'd thank us for working. Hey, hey, thanks for being here. 
thanks for being here today. Even though on the backside, the manager was going, you got to be here. You got to be here. But when you were here, he'd walk back and he'd always have some, he'd always come by, see him every Saturday, Hmm. you know, And, and it was just weird. I mean, that was just, and today the world is just so different than that. Right. It's just yeah. so different. It is so different. Because that's kind of how it was at my last job, but not quite that intense. I didn't have to work on Saturdays. But well, yeah, and just we could, kind of that we could do, same vibe right. of where they were like kind of watching over you, but it was to make sure you were there. But also, I, that's such an interesting thing to me because... I mean, the Saturday one, I guess, but like, I don't know what else would I be doing, you know, especially my, everybody else is working. So it's just like, I'm going to, if you're working, I'm working. We're just, you know. Yeah, I think, it, I think it's a trust thing. I, I really think it's a trust thing because, you know, right. you see all this stuff where people were working from home. And during COVID, it was really easy to go out. And why is everybody out and about Yeah, at 1030 in the morning? Because, and some people went to extremes. They had to be logged into their computers. So they had little things, mechanical things, touching their screen to keep it active yeah. and, and things like that. You know, and it's like, and like catering, I was thinking this about catering. It's like, if you send people out to do catering at home, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We could do that very, very easily. We could do that. Yeah. But but once the catering phone gets full of two calls, do I have the or they don't answer? Does it come to my cell phone? Mm. And then I'll know. Right. And like, hey, who's not answering this phone? Why are you not answering this phone? You know, yeah. because the ultimate goal is you you gotta have a customer wants you to answer the phone. That's how you grow the catering yeah. business. Oh yeah. Right. So it's, so it's the structure of how do you get it? So the customer gets a live person. I mean, I hate auto attendants. We have one, but otherwise you're either going to have an auto attendant or you're going to have a, you're going to have a a receptionist sitting there answering every phone call. Oh, you want to place an order carry out here? Let me transfer you. How do you want to do this? No. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the, I think it's good for, to that extent. Yeah. Just to have, just to help direct the call. I the auto one makes sense to me. But after that, yeah, you have to have a real person. You just have to. Right. Because I that's never the like none of my questions ever the, get answered when it's just that, a and, robot. And, and, and so that's that's the struggle. And, and part of the work yeah. from home thing is, I mean, there's nothing that pisses me off more than mm-hmm. calling into a customer service desk. And yeah. it's somebody from home and there's kids screaming in the background or there's dog barking. I mean, it's 75% of all the calls that go, yeah, working mm-hmm. from home. Hey, shut up in the background, you know, but yeah, and it's just like, to me, the most rude thing ever. It's like if your dog was barking in the background right now, Oh yeah, it would just be driving me crazy. Oh, yeah, me too. Right? Or, or if, or if yeah. your phone was... You know, we had a yeah. guy in the, walking this morning. I'm trying to have a conversation. His phone dinging, 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 dinging. I'm like, mm-hmm. Shut it. off the fucking dinger, dude. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear it. your dinger. <laughs> right? <laughs> and so it makes you think of, oh. What a weird you're, 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 I, mean, I mean, it's just like. <laughs> it is. I Yeah. 
I think at some point though, like people that leave their ringer on like that, they just want to make it. They just want to look important, but they're not. You know. Yeah, yeah, but, but let me tell you, when it's five forty-five in the morning, yeah, they might be. Yeah, important. there's, uh, there's no, the, uh, no. If your oh. dinger's going off, it's nobody work related. Yeah, that's true. Because there's but only no, four I, people. <laughs> yeah, there's only exactly. Um, but no, I agree with that. It has, it has to be pretty quiet. But, and that's when I get, I do get a little nervous sometimes when I do end up having to record from home. Because I'm like, well, I don't know what mood my dog's going to be in. She went to the river last night, though, so she, she hasn't moved. I keep checking her to make sure I see her stomach move, to make sure there's breathing. So, there's breathing. There's a pulse. You're but, worried about your dog breathing? Always. That's why she has a camera. Proof of life. There for a while, she reacted so, to that. So, so if you're I saying if I, let you, if I let you work from home, can I put a camera on your desk? To get proof of work? No. Uh, I mean, <laughs> just the way that's worded is weird. <laughs> no, I. you can... You see we, the I trust mean, issue. Yeah. You see the yeah. trust issue. I don't... Mine is... I don't trust my dog. It's because I'm anxious. And, 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 for, and, for, I, for as, and for as many people... Because maybe you're not at work, but anybody at work has a camera on them all day long. I never look at those oh. cameras unless I have I a like, slip or fall or whatever. No, you don't have a right. camera. But 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 yeah. everybody else they they know. Yeah. But it's second nature because it's right. there in case somebody gets hurt. It's there in case something, something yeah. happens. It's there. Right. Just it's you there know, for it's their safety. There. Yeah. Right. Essentially, but yeah, and I don't have a problem with those. I think when you say I'm going to put a camera on you in your own home, that's where that got weird. Oh, it did. It yeah, did. I was joking. But, I would. I yeah, wouldn't I know, do that. But, but I get the concept. But really? But yeah. But but the concept of how do I know you're working? And I how think do that's I know why. You're working? At my last job, I had a meeting ev- almost every hour. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to yeah. call you into a meeting. Exactly. I, I'm, I, mean, I am I the anti-meeting guy. I know. <laughs> so, um. I'm not saying that would solve our problems, nor do I want to do that. But I'm saying that I think that people, a lot of people that, you know, work from home, that is what their schedules kind of look like. So that. Right. Just meeting yeah. after meeting. And that's yeah. corporate America. And I live that world. No yeah. way. I mean, I, I have, I never have really a meeting. I really, no. I mean, if I'm having a meeting, it's going to be a one-on-one conversation and it's not going to be scheduled. It's going to be what's on my mind, just like everything else, yeah. right? I mean, just like this we're going podcast. to talk about what's, yeah, just my podcast. This the, is a meeting, just guys. Like, this, this is a meeting. This is our only scheduled meeting and it's not really scheduled because I just <laughs> tell Emma, hey, 20 minutes, we're going to go live, right? Yeah, and that could have been at much... 10 this morning, could have been at three this afternoon, and she would have been sitting there in her chair all day going, Hmm. Wonder what he's hmm. gonna call. Yeah. As I drink my coffee with my sh- with my shawl on. I know. I was. This is I, a I cardigan. I was gonna. I was gonna beat you to it. I was. I, I was gonna <laughs> yeah, send you okay. a message going. Okay. I know you're gonna ask, and then before I even got it, I got busy working on some sauce pricing, and then I looked over. And, there's Emma. What time do you yeah. think we're going to record today? Because well, Emma wants it? a schedule was, and Darren yeah. never has a schedule, that's, right? That's why I think our dynamic is so interesting too. 
you wouldn't think that it'd be that you think that I would be the one that's like very go with the flow like whenever wherever whatever but that's all you I'm very much like dude I need to have a plan I got the rest of the month scheduled out for myself like I I have to have and every detail has to be figured out so sometimes working with you stresses me out because there's never a plan so what happens when things go wrong what do you I can tell what you what happens, happens when you get what anxious. happens you get anxious. Yeah. I could tell you exactly what happens, but you don't like it when I talk about that. Cuz <laughs> you think it's dumb. Well, I don't think it's I don't think it's dumb, well, but not I mean dumb, it, it's just a it's, it's a different world because my world starts, my schedule for yeah. my world starts when I walk in the back door every morning. Yeah. And figure out what's broke, right? That's that's where mm-hmm. my schedule goes around. And guess what? When I don't walk mm-hmm. in for a morning, then nothing's ever broke when I'm gone, right? right? So I'm either, I'm getting up, I'm reading the manager log saying, hey, what's what's here? What needs fixed? Or I'm walking into the catering, you know, the meat guys in the morning saying, hey, that looks, you know, like this morning I'm walking. Mm-hmm. I just love the smell of barbecue in the morning. I hardly Ooh, ever yeah. eat it, but man, it's so good. They were taking briskets out good. this morning and I'm like, oh. It was just, and they look so good. I'm like, man, I want to yeah. have a brisket sandwich for lunch, and but I'm not probably going to be there because Emma's going to make me do a podcast, and I wouldn't have money anyway. But <laughs> I don't make you do anything. So I just really push so me. kind of back around is yeah. Okay, I'm a business owner. Yeah. Help me understand. Ooh. How I conduct business. With an age group that that would wants to have a very flexible schedule mm-hmm. that wants to work remotely, which is almost impossible. You can't do that. In in some stuff you can, yeah. but in the professional stuff, I would call you can do that. But when it comes to kitchen and whatever, you're not gonna. I right. suppose I could have you. I suppose I could have somebody chop vegetables and deliver them for me, or I could just buy chopped vegetables. Yeah, but then just eliminate somebody's job. That would, right. which I'm not about that. I'm all about yeah. adding more people, not eliminating people. But yeah, you know. So, so I, how, how does yeah. that, that? That I think there's a conflict there. I think it's yeah. How do you how do you make that work? How do you? I think it's yeah. I think it's really hard for the business that we're in like in the restaurant business to kind of do that because you'll need what you need in my opinion is people like you but younger the ones that just really enjoy food and like want to be there and you know enjoy that part or like the creative part of the industry and they're just not as common anymore especially since a lot of people can just kind of make their own name or make a name for themselves in the comfort of their homes you know doing creative things like that like building meals because of social media you know so i think that's a very that's a that's a hard one that's a hard one to kind of i guess work around i i don't know Cause yeah, like you said, with you're not gonna you're not gonna have somebody like deliver food from their home, you know. You're not gonna. So 
I don't know, but the f- and the flexible schedules is also you know just as hard because we have certain hours. We're only open from right. A to B, so it's like, how do you? Or is it different or shifts? Do we, is it if, shorter but if, shifts? But if, but, but if it, everybody was but it, right, so if everybody yeah. was trained, do right. these hours from eleven to one and five to seven, which are really our folk, do they pay more for those hours? And you pay less for hours in the afternoon. So you're attracting people to work the busy stuff. Hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, I think there's yeah. a place that if you could find somebody in your, and I, I don't keep mean to say your age group, but if I found no, somebody in your is. age group that says, and we do this a little bit at the chicken restaurant that, you mm-hmm. know, somebody comes to work at 11 o'clock till one and then they go home and then they come back and work five to seven. Yeah. Okay. From a restaurant owner, that's a really good deal in, yeah. in some capacity, right? Because you right. save that labor that you've got somebody on the payroll that if you don't have enough work for them, mm-hmm. then they're not going to be very productive during those times. And that's where drama comes in and that's where, you know, everything else goes wrong. Right. But if they were just able to walk in and say, boom, I'm going to knock yeah. it out for two hours and knock it out. You could work four hours a day. Yeah. But I think it goes back to the, uh, you made this comment yesterday about how my age group wants to be paid the same, if not more, but work less, which I do think is this situation. I wouldn't say everybody's like that, but it is a common, you know, thing. Yeah. The comment because, was, the comment yeah. was, you want to, you want to work 30 hours so we can get paid for 40. Yeah. So I think. Right? Yeah, but you also don't, but from a business standpoint, I think you can't necessarily do that because would you be, would you be losing, you know, at the end of the day? So it's just one of those, it's a very fine line. I don't know if the answer is trial and error or if it's just keep on keeping on and see, hopefully the answers will become more clear. I don't know. Because that's, 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 of course me. I'm trying to be ahead yeah. of the curve, right? right? And I'm the, so from from a, a business owner standpoint, what I'm trying to, the, if you, it, written on my gravestone will be, he always was trying to solve a problem before it was a problem, right? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's me. Even if it's, it drives me crazy because like I'll go to breakfast at my friend's restaurant Mm-hmm. Monday through Friday or whatever. And I'll see inefficiencies. Yeah. And I just want to fix them. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. You're... I can suggest. And then once in a while, I'm like, okay, settle back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just but when I see when I, when I see the inefficiencies in a system, whether it's a restaurant, whether it's any process, yeah. I just have this urge to fix it. Have you always been that way or was that something that was like kind of put into your brain when you worked at Ruan? I think it was put into my brain. I think it was the okay. whole quality, ma- quality you know, a couple yeah. episodes ago we talked about the quality management and whatever and I think mm-hmm. I think that was that was it. I don't really yeah, remember that early wired. on. You're wired oh, differently. It's, it's bad. It's insane. I have to I have to tell myself 
Quit trying to make it better. Quit trying to make it better. Quit trying to make it better. I don't think you necessarily have to quit trying to make it better, but I think you have to understand that people, like, I don't really want to f- boost your ego, but, like, you're, like, actually ahead of the game. Like, with the, with our catering services and stuff, and, like, our online stuff, and trying, you're like, well, we need this specific system is what I need, and, like, I don't know why it's not created. I'm like, probably because that's, like, five years away no one is thinking like that because we just started doing online ordering like we just got there yeah but 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 to me i mean i was thinking about this on the way home here so i saw an amazon truck right i saw multiple amazon trucks because i actually live by the amazon facility Mm -hmm. yeah so i probably see if i were to sit in my driveway i would see 50 amazon trucks every hour vans Mm -hmm. delivery drivers and I know from those delivery drivers, because you don't necessarily have to work for Amazon, very few of them do, mm-hmm. they work for third-party companies, logistics providers. So Amazon is nothing more than a technology company, yeah. right? So they have route optimization tools that when you place an order, they know exactly when they can get that order to you. Mm-hmm. Now, and some days it's that same day, some days it's the next day, some days it's in two days, some whatever. It just depends because they have that data on how long it's going to take to get that stuff there. Right. So I want to do the same thing with food. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think from a younger generation, if I said, Emma, I can deliver food to you mm-hmm. within a half hour window every day of the week or two days a week, but I want you to place that order two days in advance. Would you do it? Uh, rather than rather than the impulse, because the, the the problem with like the DoorDashes of the I, world, the problem is yeah. the capacity of drivers. Oh. There's very little planning because yeah. it's instantaneous. Even though, yeah, oh, I and, and maybe it's not two days in advance. Maybe it's yeah. an hour in advance. <clears throat> okay, that would make more sense. So, but but if I, I could, I'm an impulsive if, person. Oh, me too. I'm still so, all day long. Yeah. I sit about and think about what can I create for dinner. Ooh, we're a different kind of impulsive. Um, but I, yeah, like when I, mine is like if I think of oh I want this, I I'll order it in that moment, but and I I'll expect it within the half an hour or whatever when I like if I were to DoorDash or whatnot, or I'd go get it in that moment, you know. So I don't I don't know to answer your question. I don't I don't know if I I don't know if I would use it because I don't think that far ahead about like my meals because I'm I think that far ahead about everything else. But not well, really. It, it, it's just it's just to me mm-hmm. the world is inefficient, right? Yes. So why did the Amazon guy and the UPS guy and the FedEx guy all hit my house within 10 minutes? Why didn't they just ship it all through to me and unload all my shit? Hmm. Right? Because we have an inefficient system, which causes a lot of waste. A lot of, I mean, so if we were just efficient, right? Right. And a way to mix that. And I, I feel the same way with food. 
you know, okay. everybody has inefficiencies. I, I could create mm -hmm. a catering company. I've talked about creating a catering company that said, hey, XYZ catering featuring Smokey D's barbecue, featuring mullet's breakfast, featuring whoever yeah. has the best poke bowl, whoever has the best Chinese, whoever has the best Mexican. And I bring that group of restaurants together that make the good stuff that have the ability to make the food. Mm -hmm. but don't have the delivery driver, whatever. And then I just have a fleet of delivery drivers and I optimize. So in that same truck might be Mexican food and barbecue and whatever. And I so, optimize that yeah. route and go to a customer saying, Hey, you only got one place to call one place to call or place an online order, which is my frustration today. But right. So you essentially want to be create, recreate DoorDash, but if Better. I could recreate DoorDash in a catering atmosphere, yeah, Isn't with people that were uh, reliable, well, anybody can sign up for DoorDash, right? Yeah, reliable employees anybody. and actually reliable employees that are presentable, that are professional, whatever. And so, yeah, I think we're starting to see some of that, but right, I am a logistics guy, so I think I could solve the logistics problem. And I'm a restaurant guy, so I think I could solve the food problem. It's the damn technology that just kills me every time. Sorry. I don't know how to code to that extent. My bad. Well, I can't even give them the code. I had, a, I had a thing with our, not a programmer. Our, our catering software, and they, they do an amazing job on the back end. But the front end, we don't have a way for a customer to online enter. So we go to another no. third party so that we can download an order. Which isn't very good. And then we good. can manually manually enter into our system so it looks like shit for the customer and then when it gets mm -hmm. to us then we make all kinds of mistakes entering it so mm -hmm. we don't put the right date so then all of a sudden it's like hey customer walks in hey where's my order what do you mean where's your order it's not till tomorrow no no i ordered it for today and you look back yep put the wrong date in put that you know it's just prone to mistakes and i'm right. like just get a front end where if it's a mistake if i order something from amazon you ever got something wrong i never have I've ordered the I, wrong thing before without looking at the yeah. details. Yeah. But it's never but it's never wrong. So if they yeah. can deliver me a package and I can order it online at the tip of my fingers any time of the day, why can't I do that for catering? Maybe we're going to have to create the Amazon catering division. You might want to trademark that idea before somebody comes and swipes it. Yeah. Because I think I could probably I, call I Amazon and use their software. Uh, yeah, I mean, you'll have to brand it, Amazon Catering, but whatever. <laughs> I'm guessing I'm not going to be able to brand yeah. Amazon Catering. Yeah. Uh, but that's how you have to think. To me, that's yeah. that's the whole moral of the story, and that's why we talk about age gaps and whatever, is understanding. If I don't yeah. understand your demographic, that's the future of my yeah. business. So right. I've got to, whether I Agree, disagree, whether you're sipping coffee or what. I guess I'm sitting at home, too. I guess I can't blame you, right? Yeah. It's the only peace and quiet I could find. I almost went to your funny. office and shot it. And it's like, hey, I'm coming to you from your office, but I didn't. I have a nice setup in there, so I don't blame but, you. But it's just, but it's just understanding, understanding yeah. that and and what are the challenges and what's the next step. Because if you can get in front of it. You know, I, I look back at our our incentive pay for showing up on time and not calling in sick. 
you know, used to be a huge problem, huge mm-hmm. problem. People calling in sick, lame, and lazy, whatever. Now, all of a sudden, you give people an incentive of $2 an hour if they're not more than five minutes late. And if yeah. they don't call in sick, guess what? 85% of the time, huh. people show up for work on time. I didn't even know that. 85% of the time. And so yeah, that cool. was that was finding the solution to fix the problem. Right. In the meantime, huh. the wages, yeah. the wages, the wages would have went up anyway. Right. So wages were rising. And yeah. I said, let's, let's try and figure out how to get something for it. Mm-hmm. So we gave them an incentive in order. So now they, you know, you show up, you make money. You don't show up. You can't be on time. You're not much value to me. Right. Hmm. That's pretty smart, actually. What was that when What'd I was say? working there? What did you What did you say? You heard what I said. Relax. Okay, good. I hope <laughs> your mom heard that too. <laughs> My mom. <laughs> She's behind an episode. She's behind an episode. Yeah, that's what she said yesterday. Yeah. We talked about her a lot in the last episode too, so she's in for a quite a surprise. Yeah. No. Uh, especially since if you watch okay. it on YouTube, you can see the video. <laughs> you can see the video of what? Of her trying to get her car figured out or whatever she was uh, doing. See, I'm gonna have to watch these things on. I've never watched one on YouTube. Well, it's just us sitting here doing this. So. But but don't you interject stuff in there? Only sometimes. Well, yeah, when we have stuff to put in. Oh, like today's okay. won't. Maybe it'll have a picture of my dog and her birthday celebration. Yeah. I already okay. took it this morning. <gasps> she just moved to the couch. Oh, my gosh. She's so cute. But yeah. I'm guessing. <laughs> what? That is okay. my child. And that's where our age ga- the age gap is. I'll not be having kids. Right. I'll be having dogs for life. But how how will how will we carry on the legacy? That's what I have siblings what's, for. What's what's? Oh, that's what you have. Blame it on the siblings. Yeah, I mean, I'm not carrying on the family name. That's all my brothers. Honestly, probably <laughs> Josie too. Should probably keep her last name. But. Okay, I think I've had enough. I think it's all Friday. Right. I think it's. Time to go to work. Gotta, time to go to work. Some of us have been working for hours. Uh, I've been there since five. I was there from five thirty yesterday morning until five thirty last night. Wow, where'd you go? I usually not a twelve hour a day type guy, but lost stuff got has to get done. Tis the season. Tis the but, season. We're slow. It's time right. to work on it. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, that was episode twenty. Little age gap stuff. Like Darren says, hopefully you learned something. Probably didn't, but you got to see a little bit into an everyday conversation with Darren and I. So that's probably interesting-ish. Um, ish. Yeah, ish. <laughs> I don't know. Teach their own. Um, we sh- we sure ramble yeah. a lot. Yeah, we do. Uh, so find us on social media: Instagram, Threads, Twitter. TikTok. That's the one I was thinking of. Um, at Cue the Mic podcast or at Cue the Mic. Can't remember which ones are which. Uh, I'll probably put them somewhere. Um, or follow us on YouTube. We make these fun little videos of Darren and I just sitting and chatting. Um, sometimes they have stuff in them. Uh, that's at Cue the Mic. Or that's yeah, Cue the Mic podcast. Subscribe. 
like our videos, leave comments if you want. I'll read them. Darren sometimes and if does. Knows, and if anybody knows of a catering software that has a really kick-ass online ordering up front, but still has a back end that will show me all the data I need on the back end, I'm interested. But also won't take a massive large of the pie because that's a problem we have. Won't take what? That part. Um, a l massive piece of the pie. They won't take a cut of it, like a huge oh, cut yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's right. a problem because some people do have that. Anyway. Yeah. We'll stop rambling. That was okay. episode 20 of Cue the Mic. I'm we'll out. We'll see you guys next week. See you, bye.